Welcome to Thank God It's Monday with Tony Aliuganarafa. Several years ago, very early in my career, I didn't like the way things were going. I decided to be more deliberate and seize control of my future by developing a life plan. I came up with a 15-year plan. Two years into the plan, I still wasn't happy with the pace of things. I had identified the knowledge and skill gaps I needed to close to reach my goals and was frantically working on them. I had also identified old habits I must rid myself of and the new ones I must cultivate to succeed, but it seemed something was still holding me back. I discovered it was my attitude. My attitude was limiting my ability to see and seize opportunities. It was standing in the way of cultivating new habits and growing my network. When I changed my attitude, everything changed. It's becoming clearer to recruiters and managers in today's workplace that attitude, not skill, is the top predictor of a new hire's success or failure. It has often been said that companies should hire for attitude and train for skill. But what does hire for attitude and train for skill really mean? According to Mark Murphy, the author of Hiring for Attitude and CEO of Leadership IQ, 46% of all new hires fail in their job within the first 18 months. Of these, 89% was due to reasons associated with the new hire's attitude. This included a lack of coachability, low level of emotional intelligence, motivation, and temperament. What this implies is that by hiring people with the right attitude, an employer will readily be able to reduce its new hire turnover rates. Putting attitude first doesn't mean that technical and soft skills are less important. Skills are still important prerequisite for a new hire to do his job well and cope with the demands of the job. However, skills can easily be assessed through technical tests or simply viewing a candidate's portfolio. Moreover, a candidate lacking certain new critical skills can acquire those skills after joining the company as long as he has the right attitude. As Herb Kalleher, former Southwest Airlines CEO used to say, we can change skill levels through training, but we can't change attitudes. Actually, over 2,000 years before Herb Kelleher, in what appears to be more of a personal letter by Apostle Paul to his protege Timothy, he encourages and gives him a solemn charge in 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 2, quote, and these things that you have heard from me among many weaknesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Paul cautioned Timothy not to be tempted to put ability ahead of attitude. Here's a breakdown of some of other attitudinal reasons why new hires fail. 26% are incapable of accepting feedback and constructive criticism. 23% lack intelligence to understand and manage emotions. 17% lack the motivation to excel. 15% have a mismatch attitude and personality for the job. These statistics have proven true across all industries, particularly in positions that require interactions with other people regularly. While the experienced and the talented with a bad attitude are likely to fail at their jobs, the less experienced with great attitude have higher chances to succeed long term. Someone may have all the necessary skills for the position, 
But if their personality doesn't fit the company culture, they are likely not the best person to hire. Technical skill and industry expertise are hard skills that make a CV stand out, but they are only a part of the equation. Attitude hardly ever makes it into a resume. Bad hiring decisions cost money. The cost of a bad hire go far beyond finances. So today, more and more companies hire for attitude and behavior first before skill and certificates. Attitude refers to an internal position or feeling with regards to something or someone else. Other words often used as synonyms are dispositions, feeling, mood, opinion, sentiment, outlook, perspective, or frame of mind. Ellen pilots often use attitude to describe their horizontal relationship with the runway, then they land. If their attitude isn't aligned properly, the plane will contact the ground at a wrong angle and cause it to crash. Hiring for attitudes is about hiring someone for how they feel and think about something. The fact is, a person's attitude has a bearing on how they view their work, how they get along with other people, and how they regard their company. Everyone has an attitude. Behavior, on the other hand, refers to a manner of behaving or acting, an observable activity in humans or animals, the aggregate of response to internal or external stimuli. Behaviors are a manifestation of a person's attitude. While we are more often focused on behavior change or modification, lasting change, if any, must come from within, not directed or demanded from the outside. I'll be back right after the break. Afifema is a deluxe fashion brand for today's woman. We aim to become a global fashion brand of class, femininity, and sophistication, with the ultimate goal of making women of all ages look and feel ageless. Visit us today at www.afifima.com. Welcome back. So what does all this mean to you as a Christian in the workplace? While our God-given ability control what we are able to do, our attitude regulates what we do and how well we do it. A good attitude is not just scriptural but spiritual. God's word contains not only how we can acquire the right attitude but also promises that give us strength. According to scriptures, our attitude towards life, circumstances or towards other people should always be like that of Christ. Good attitudes as defined by scriptures are called fruit of the spirit and listed in Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 and 23. If we call ourselves Christians, but do not exhibit these characteristics, we are not spiritual, but merely religious. A genuine Christ follower should not just be the first to be hired, but the best hire in every company because of our great attitude. It's in our DNA. It is the outcome of feeding our regenerated spirit with the Word of God. In addition to feeding your spirit with the Word of God daily, make sure to submit your attitudes to God. That means bringing your attitude into obedience to God's word. Apply discipline to your thought life. Submit your thoughts to those of Christ. A good attitude is a matter of faith. Disregarding your feelings with a determination to embrace God's outlook and disposition. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 5, quote, 
casting down argument and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Finally, equip and feed your attitudes. Dwell on positive things. If you dwell on the negative, your attitude will reflect the same. Philippians 4 8 tells us, and I quote, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. End of quote. Finally, remember this who you are becoming is more important than what you do. Thanks for joining me today. Stay blessed and have a wonderful week ahead.